What do you do when you're facing challenges to remember that God is all there is? How do you apply spiritual principle in the real world? What are your daily spiritual practices? These are the kinds of questions we'll talk about in this show. Your hosts, Leslie and Tracy, will share their experiences, but also want to learn from your insights, your questions, and your suggestions. So, don't just listen in. Call us with your comments. Welcome to Say Yes to Spirit, encouraging you on your spiritual path. Tracy Brown and Leslie Money are here today to do that for each other and for each of you, encourage ourselves and others on our spiritual path. And uh, as those of you who have heard the show before know, we have a, a really random topic each week, and we talk about really uh, profound things about random topics, and we try to kind of uh, get the experience of the or talk about the experience of spirituality and spiritual practices in regards to random topics. That's what I think this show is about, Tracy. What do you think the show is well, about? Well, I was sitting here going, "That's interesting." Yeah, that's what this show is about. <laughs> that's my idea. Yeah, I can go with that today. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I, that's what I love about the show is it's very random topics, but the spiritual truth of things we kind of shift out, like you shift flower, as I see that metaphor in my mind. But many times I think um, I think of spirituality. When I think of spirituality, I think you have to have a deep philosophical topic or really kind of have some meaty therapeutic ideal to be able to chat about. And today we're talking about gossip, and that doesn't meet either one of those categories, right? <laughs> oh, you never know. You never know. You never know. But I do like that when we originally conceived of the show, we did talk about not necessarily, in fact, not at all, mm-hmm. you know, one option would be to say, oh, this is a show about spirituality, so every week we'll start with a scripture, right. or every week we'll start with a quote from some um, religious text, and then tease out what's the meaning of that, or what's the metaphysical meaning of that, or how do we translate that into our everyday life. And it's like, no, 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 that's way too intellectual and too heady, let's talk about real life. And what are some of the things that we face and that we face that we do or that we notice from everyday real life? And what's the connection in that to spirituality? Either how does spirituality help us as we face whatever that concept, theme, or issue is? Or what does it have to do with spirituality at all? So mm-hmm. that's probably the question that uh, will come up today with the theme being gossip. What that has to do with spirituality? Exactly. But before we go to our theme for today, we connect the dots back to our theme from last week, which was living from the inside out. And you know, and uh, back it up a week before that, it was about walls, philosophical, mental. Challenging breaking through walls. And um, I had said the connect the dots were to um, living from the inside out. If I was really living from the inside out, then I didn't have probably any walls. And I'm thinking now, if I'm living from the inside out, I don't have any walls, I'm probably not a gossiper. That's my connecting the dots. See, I'm like, now I'm getting into this, like, all the way connecting the dots three or four weeks deep. Boy, that's exciting. It's just not challenging enough just to connect the dots to last week now. It's been a year doing that. Now I'm going to have to connect the dots <laughs> two three weeks before. Tracy is sitting here fun. shaking yeah. her yeah. head yeah. because there simply are no words. <laughs> but see, this is, this, is, this is how I think, though. Everything has a thread, you see, that runs through it, I think, and... Uh, I want to look at that thread, that little thread that runs through everything. So that's going to be my connected dots is if I am uh, really living from the inside out, that I'm not going to be a gossiper. And so this week I have to share with you that I have failed tremendously on living from the inside out. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's been so much to gossip about So much to gossip about it. Even as I was gossiping, I remember hearing my little head going, 
stop. I was like, oh, this is far too much fun. And I want more information, so I can't stop. If I stop now, I won't get what I want. So I have to continue on to get what I want. So we're going to take a break, <laughs> and then we're going to come back and talk about Leslie the Gossip. Welcome back. This is Say Yes to Spirit, encouraging you on your spiritual path. And um, our theme today is gossip. Now, I, I am hoping that if you are listening to this, that you understand that gossiping might not be a place you want to be on your spirit. Well, actually, <laughs> the path could have gossip on it, but you're you're journeying to some place where gossip would not be quite so enjoyable. And maybe in the gossip you learn the lesson that you don't need to do that. But anyway, we'll see what happens. Our theme today is gossip. <laughs> and as Leslie already said before the break, if you were living from the inside out, if you were on your spiritual path, yes. that um, she believes that she wouldn't be gossiping so much if she really were living from the inside out, from the spiritual foundation out. Um, I just think it's interesting. So the questions on the show page are, what is it that makes us talk about other people? Mm. It's one thing when they have direct, the people we're talking about have a direct impact on our lives, but most of our gossip is about people whose actions don't affect us directly. You know, like we want to know who's pregnant now and who's dating whom and who, in the, who are celebrities and whose marriage is breaking up and... Uh, I know that's interesting. So I don't consider that gossip. <laughs> that's news. That's that's yes. That's news. Yes. <laughs> that's entertainment news. That's e news. That's, that's gossip. Who that's cares so about fascinating. And then when we bring oh. that back to our own individual yes. lives, like you know, why is this person leaving? And why is, did you know that I saw you know her? Husband with another woman in front of hotel. That's right. gossip, I think. It's no different. I never thought about other the people I don't know as in gossip. It's not, it's not about news. news. <laughs> that it is not funny. news that changes the world. It doesn't change the world, but I don't consider it gossip if it's not about my little inner circle. I don't think there's any. I think it's just fun. If I'm talking about, <laughs> I think it's. I think you know. I think it is. I think it's like a, a, a daily um, public events, or you know, what do you call that? News. Net news. Yeah, I guess news. <laughs> Not like hardcore news, like you know. Current events. Current events. That's it. I Don't think it's just current events. So Demi, your current events. Yes, current events. Like Demi and Ashton breaking up. I think that's very interesting. And it's the girl gossip. in the hot tub that he was with. I mean, it's gossip if I knew him, but I don't know him, so therefore it becomes current events to me. Sick. Isn't that interesting? No, huh? I think I'm going to stick with mine. And I would like to hear other people's thoughts. If it's not about my little inner circle, it's current events. <laughs> it's not gossip. I don't, I really, I only consider gossip like my little circle of events where where my gossiping, here you go, here you go, where my gossiping could cause harm. <laughs> my gossiping about Ashton and Demi Moore could not cause harm to them. 
I guess it could cause cosmic harm now that I'm thinking about it, but it couldn't cause them any harm because they don't know me. But if I gossip about you, it could cause you harm because you're in my circle. And so I always consider gossip something about my inner circle. Mm-hmm. Isn't that interesting? It is to me interesting. So. Yeah. So you consider everything gossip. If I'm gossiping about, oh, I love Michelle Obama's dress, would that be gossip? Or is gossip only negative? Now, there's now a good that's question. That's a good question. See, if I said I like something about Demi, or is that gossip too? That gossip too. That's a really interesting question because, um, because of the way the definition has come to be in our daily society, in our common society. So the dictionary says gossip is casual or unconstrained conversation or reports about other people, typically involving details that are not confirmed as being true. Oh, now see, I don't even agree with so that. So that's interesting because oh. then in the in the definition um, of that particular definition, which is from Dictionary.com and Merriam-Webster Dictionary, but there's another definition that basically says rumor or tall rumor, which would mean probably possibly not, not true, right? Not confirmed as true, right? Rumor or talk of a personal, sensational, or intimate nature. And a gossip, the noun, is a person who habitually spreads intimate or private rumors or facts. Now, see, that's what I thought of. But that piece is it's, it should be private. It's yeah. not anyone else's business, yeah. and you're not holding that confidentiality or, or respecting that privacy. Being an integrity. So it probably yeah. is important to talk about, yeah, the, the definition uh, but I like the casual or unconstrained re- conversational reports about other people with things not confirmed as being true, because a lot of things that we talk about are it's the rumor, or have you heard this, or, or we're right. asking somebody to confirm right. for us something that we heard. Yes. And we get excited about, you yes. know, well, let me pass this on. Or we say, we're curious. We just want to know. I'm just curious. Curious. But it really isn't something, it's something that's private to that person and has, you know, little or anything to do with us. And so as we're talking about it, whether we're the person sharing the information or not so much receiving but asking for the Uh information. Uh Because if somebody's talking to me and they're telling me stuff I don't want to know or I don't care to know or I don't care about, Depending on the situation, I may say, I often say, oh, I'll, I'll change the subject. As soon as they get to the end of a sentence or, you know, I'll just shift the conversation if I can. Or sometimes I will say, you know what, that really doesn't have any interest for me and get them to change the conversation or the topic. But sometimes there have been times where I can't do anything but let them talk for whatever reason. I know they need to say it. They need to get it out of them. And I will listen. And that makes me part of the gossip as well because I'm receiving it. True that. It takes two people, the drug dealer and the drug user. Yeah. And so I and I know when that happens and I'm aware of it, I know that's what I'm doing, but I realize I'm doing it because I see this person really needs to go there. <laughs> And that doesn't, That's you know. play that you, you, you know, but I feel, yourself I that feel ugh, you know, it just feels dirty, not mm. shameful, mm-hmm. but it it doesn't feel like I'm living from the inside out. And often after that, I'll, I mean, I basically kind of dump it out of my brain as much as possible. I have often thought of gossip as a communication game that I have mastered over the years. <laughs> That's a way to. Okay, I'm listening. <laughs> I, I really am interested in hearing this. It is an interesting uh, form of manipulation, I think, gossip can be. If you if you look at more. in terms of, uh, used to work in large companies and to be able to kind of learn about 
who's taking over whose job or who's coming in to be whose boss or who the new boss's, you know, favorite pet is or how to. And so there's, I used to look at it as kind of like this layers of information and, and I would try to, you know, gain three or four proofs, out, you know, of the same gossip before mm-hmm. I could know, okay, that's probably a truth and then I could, you know, feel empowered. I think that's another thing about gossip is once I think I have information, that I know, that other people don't know, or that I'm, you know, smarter, then I just feel bigger, smarter. And more you well can't prepared. see Leslie, but as she's saying that she's just sitting, sitting, sitting up taller and straighter and filled with power. That's it. That's it. I do. I think that's part of the deal. I think that's how people gossip. It's a, it's a sense of false power, false now I have self-esteem. I know more about you than you think I do, or I know more or about Or I know something about you, you that I can use. Oh, no, that's a whole other thing. That what I can that? use so I get to get what I want. That's evil. But yes, but, but it's power. But it is power, yes. What is that? That's something. It's evil. Manipulation, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, uh, it's a payoff of gossip, perhaps, yes. It's a result of gossip that I can then take advantage of you. Because I have information about you right. that I think. So I, I can, can judge you, mm-hmm. I can manipulate you, mm-hmm. I can take advantage of you. And the fourth thing is, it's not about you at all, but I can feel better about myself. Yes, yes. And I absolutely think that's the core for me, is, you know, this just ever desire for the little rabbit to get off the, oh no, it's a hamster. It's on the little on the little wheel thing that I just keep wheeling around looking for somebody to tell me I'm okay, you know. I have mm-hmm. esteem. I deserve to live. And so that gossip is a false way that I can, you know, affirm myself. Exactly. And I think more than anything else, that's how I see gossip showing up. Mm-hmm. You know, when when... When it's me, because I don't want to imply that I never, ever gossip, that would not be true. Um, when it's me or when it's, you know, most people I know who, you know, are who we, I find myself in that kind of conversation with, it's really more often than not, not always, but more often than not, that sense of judgment and rumor. Right so that I am judging this other person. You know, here's what I heard happen. What did you hear happen? Well, this other person must be wrong, or this person made a bad decision, or this person, um, you know, is rude to people, or this person is, you know, meaning I wouldn't, or even saying I wouldn't do it that way. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't do it that way. Mm -hmm. My way would be better, Mm -hmm. you know, in my mind. And that what. so I'm looking for data that confirms my way would be better yes. because here's the bad outcome that this other person is having. Yes. And um, and that's, you know, it's really interesting when we talk about saying yes to spirit. Yes. You know, that we could get up in the morning, we can do meditation, we can be grounded, we could do a devotional reading. We could do things in the morning as we start our day that center us in spirit. And an hour later or two hours later or five minutes later, you know, mm-hmm. at some point after that, we get caught up yes. in what's happening in the world, whether it directly impacts us or not. You know, you talking reminds me of a really profound experience I had in the Dallas County Jail this week. For those of you who listen know that I do some little groups in the Dallas women's Dallas County Jail, and um, the situation is there's 64 women that live on a pod. So if you can only imagine 64 women to, living together with no no walls, no doors, they're just in bunk beds. So there's no there's no opportunity for them to get away and have a moment of silent peace or something. And pretty much 24 hours a day, someone's up talking, and so and then 64 women just women that gossip and are jealous and are petty and are, you know, wanting to be the cutest or the sweetest or, you know, the funnest. And so there's kind of this undertow of unease that will rise up and rise down, get more and less as women come and go and just different personalities shift. You'll see the whole pod get 
really out of control emotionally, and I was a class Thursday night, and it was the first of a six-week series on self-esteem. And it's a two-hour class, and they spent the first 45 minutes, and there's about 20 of the women, 20 women in the class, just bitching about all the other women. Of course, the 20 in the classroom were the ones working their program, and it was the other 42 that happened to be out of the pod that were just not working their program and gossiping and not being, you know, positive and bringing everybody else down. And I mean, they were angry and they were pushing their chairs back, and they were really emotional. They, you could tell that this was this, and they really said things like, "I can't work my program. I can't do what I'm supposed to do because this woman is over here having sex with this other woman. You know, this woman's over here is." you know, talking all night. I mean, they were just finger-pointing and doing all these things and talking about everybody else about themselves. And so finally, after about 45 minutes, I said, you know, we have to go on and talk about class. And so <laughs> one of the things that we did in class was to put get a blank sheet of paper and put our name at the top, and then we uh, passed the paper all around. Everybody wrote down something positive about me on that piece of paper. And then it came back to me, and I had 20 different comments about something positive about me. So we did that exercise, and after that exercise, 90% of the women were in tears. And they said they couldn't believe how they were perceived as such wonderful people. And and then two or three of them started talking about how, how could I have just been such a bitch mm-hmm. and been so mean to all these other people. Here, look at who I am. Mm-hmm. Look at what y'all see in me. And it was such a profound moment that when they saw and were faced with the truth of who they are, all of this good, then they were just automatically embarrassed and you know, upset that they had gotten lost in all of this pettiness. It was really profound. And they really, they, those three women went back out within that pod, and that whole pod energy changed the next day. Right. It was really interesting, and I walked away thinking, if I remember the truth of who I am, I don't have any interest in what you're doing or not doing, or, you know, mm-hmm. I am just living in my truth, and I'm all good. It really was interesting. Uh, that That is very powerful, and it's a great example. And it's a great, if anyone listening to the show has never you know, been a part of a group that did that kind of activity. Mm. It is much more than an exercise, and especially in a case like that where people really do know each other because yes. they see each other in high times and in low <laughs> times, day after day after day after day. Um, it works even, you know, with a work group, a team mm-hmm. of people who work together um, because when when forced, by the format of the activity, mm-hmm. to look at each other and say, I know at least one thing right. that you do well or that I can count on you for or that, you know, you really do have a sweetheart and I've seen that because you have, you know, done X, Y, or Z. And then to see that written down on a piece of paper, you know, whoa. Mm-hmm. And then to hold on to it. Oh, yeah. You know, like you said, if I can remember who I am, I don't really, I, I'm not going to get caught up in whatever your life experience is. Right, right. And I can stand firm in my own grounding of all of these positive qualities. Mm-hmm. So that, I think that, I think that is the opposite of, Gossip. If I'm if I'm gossiping, and that's a thermometer telling me that I'm out of my own integrity of my own truth. Yeah, and you know that's um, I agree with that a hundred percent. And when we think about the definitions that we were looking at before, if we're spreading rumors or we are having casual conversation about other people involving details not confirmed as true or things that are private, right. that, that may be true, but that are private in terms of that other person's life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, how could, how could I do that if I was, if I were truly grounded in, you know, everybody's life is as complicated as mine and everybody has something positive going mm-hmm. on? Mm-hmm. What if we... What if we chose instead to say, um, 
that we were going to spread rumors, but it was only about the good things, which in which case it's not a rumor. But, you know, confirmed good things about people. Anything that I talk about, I talk about other people this week, I'm going to spread the good qualities about them. See, my immediate reaction is, well, that's boring. (laughs) (laughs) That wouldn't be any fun. What would be the point of that? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, you know, I think whether whether we thought it was boring or not, the people we interact with would be, like, thinking we were crazy. Yeah, because we don't, isn't that interesting, we don't usually uplift uplift each other naturally, normally. And I think in many times, um, you know, having been in the world of uh, being out and meeting a lot of random people, I'll always try to say something like, oh, cute glasses, or that's great. Mm-hmm. earrings or nice hair or something to connect with people quickly. And um, I find people aren't really prepared to hear something like that. They're like, what? You know, you can kind of tell. And so many times I think you kind of have to convince somebody to even take a small little like compliment like that in because they're kind of off-putting. Like, what do you want? What are you trying to get? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, what I'm thinking about is all the little ways that gossip seeps in, and not malicious gossip, not, you know, angry, but just in the little ways. And I'm th- and I'm thinking, yeah, it would be weird in some ways, and it's sad that it would feel weird in some <laughs> ways to walk up to someone. Like, it wouldn't be uncommon to walk up to someone and say, oh, did you hear about John, mm-hmm. you know? He and Mary are are getting a divorce, or Uh yeah, or blah blah blah. But it would be a little weird to walk up to someone and say, "Hey, did you hear about John? He went to meditation five days this week." (laughs) They would look at you like so. Yeah, and why are you telling me? What? 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 Why do I want to know that? Yeah, yeah. But if you said the other, yeah, of course, uh-huh. John, and they would be like, "Really? What happened? What did you Well, I heard. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know it was that public. Yeah, I heard the so and so and so. That's sick. <laughs> that's and not in a good sick. <laughs> that's you know, like that's a sick. That's not in a good sick. That's that's. Insanity. It is insane, and I think it has gotten to that level of um, acceptable conversation. Preferred conversation. Preferred conversation, or yeah, it's like it's it's like conversation. We don't even perceive it as gossip or something out of integrity. We just consider we're just talking. We're just having a chat. Yuck. <laughs> Well, we should try for a week, Tracy, you a and week? I. A week? Just a week. I don't know that I could go beyond a week because, you know, I just... I thought you were going to say a day. Go. A day. Okay, <laughs> try a day. Maybe I could try a day. And see how that would... What would happen if I said, oh, you know, Fred just got a promotion. Did you hear Fred got a promotion? Or whatever the positive is about somebody to try to connect the dots. Well, I think when it's something like a promotion and that's so obviously good, people accept that and go, oh, that's so great for Fred. I'll go tell, you know, oh, I can't wait to see him and Uh and share that, you know, congratulate him. When it's something that's an accomplishment or an achievement, I think people do take that in and they don't think of that as gossip. And it's a confirmed fact. Confirmed fact, right? So it's not a rumor, and and you know, I so I think when it's so clearly something to celebrate, that they wouldn't think that was all right. Nobody. But it's just when you're talking about what triggered this for me was when you were talking about the women in the jail, simply writing down something positive. You know, so if I walked up to someone tomorrow at the center and said, "Oh, do you know Leslie?" Yeah, she's just a really nice person. <laughs> they would be like waiting for uh-huh. and, and but and so did something happen with her? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, is she sick? Did she get a job? What I mean, you know, mm-hmm. they'd be waiting for, and I'd just be like, 
Have well, a good day. Yeah, have a good day. Goodbye. <laughs> That's all I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be very interesting. Let's let's try to do that, and I would be curious how people on the other end receiving in. Something benign, like you saying, not some big event or, you know, achievement that people would normally celebrate, but something benign. Huh, I do. I wonder if people on the receiving end would say, how, if they would say something like, and? Right. So? Uh, or I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they would just but say they'd I be, agree. But it's almost like they'd be waiting for, mm-hmm. and you're telling me this because. because. Right. Yeah. And then I could say, because I'm doing an experiment <laughs> this week. That's right. Wouldn't that be interesting to try to get other people involved in it and yeah. see how far the, could be like one of those pay forward kind of things. Mm-hmm. Just having a positive conversation about people all day today and only spreading Positive gossip. I like it. I, I do like too, it. and I think it's even an interesting twist on to put positive before the word gossip. Yes, I heard that and was debating about whether to come. Because <laughs> <laughs> by definition, I guess we're talking about each other's truths, but you know there is some, you know, uh, gossipy feel to it because there's no need to say it, even if it's a lovely thing to say. But I think positive gossip. I'm going to say positive gossip because doesn't the word gossip just sound tasty to you? It's just it's tasty, doesn't it? Just ooh, no, yummy, <laughs> yummy. Oh, it's just yummy. Yes, isn't that funny? I love that we're so different <laughs> from one another. I can absolutely take it to an extreme. I know that. But you know, for me, one of the reasons that I don't watch the news and I don't you know, watch much TV is because it, it that all has the same feel for me as gossip, as unnecessary information that it does not directly impact my life that is more false than true or more unconfirmed than confirmed. And I had never really thought about it that way until this moment. But I remember thinking when I was growing up and watching TV as a brown-skinned girl in a country that was going through the civil rights movement, I remember watching TV going, white people, they really, right, that is not the real (laughs) world at all, you know. And, And, of course, as I got older, realizing that it was not the real world for white people either, but, of course, there were no black people on, or hardly any black people or people of color on TV unless they were in a very, very stereotyped role. Right. And I knew people who were, you know, in lots of roles. So it never connected, TV never connected with me as being the real world. Right. And so a lot of my not watching, you know, the sitcoms and the daily shows was that, you know, I can only give so much of my time to this fantasy world mm-hmm. because I live in a real world and there are real issues and there are real problems and challenges. Um, and that, it's funny, that's, it's the exact same reaction I have in general to gossip. It's like, don't tell me that. I don't need to know that. that, that that's that person's personal business. I've got enough trouble focusing on my own life and... Um, and and it's or it's fantasy or it's not confirmed, so I don't want to know because I want to hold this person in the best and highest. That makes me sound really boring. Do you walk on water at night? <laughs> not hardly. <laughs> you know it is. A, it's an interesting, certainly um, intellectually, philosophically. Yes, I believe all that, and I'm trying to think of in practice. I absolutely have that little voice that says, oh, don't do that. And I'm like, oh, hush, it's fine. Come on, the water's just fine. Jump in, jump in. And uh, so so I find some joy in knowing that I have that, you know, that dual thing going on. I'm not just totally enjoying it. I do have, I do beat myself up a little bit. About, but, you know, some is just too good to not try. And uh, and I, it, it is a curious, it's... it's um, I think it does have a cumulative effect in 
the whole way that we communicate. Because I even think of some of the mm-hmm. news um, stations now. Mm-hmm. I perceive that the stations that that say that there are news stations, they're so obviously slanted in Democratic or Republican ways of thinking that that they don't even uh, report the news. They report their opinion of the news. Right. So it's very strange to me now how well, I, I am lost to find somebody that just says, oh, the sky is blue and the grass is green, mm-hmm. without saying, that's a lovely shade of blue, and that blue is preferred over this blue that we had yesterday. Right. So where and how do we get the conversation back to just observing the facts and and maintaining some integrity of our own truth and, and understanding the the oneness of everyone's truth? Because there's no place. I don't think we have that modeled for us anywhere. Even in churches. My church, you know, is going... We come from Dallas, Texas. Our show does. If anyone is involved in national politics or watches TV, Tracy might not be aware of Dallas is in the news a lot lately because of our pastor at First Baptist Church coming out with really extreme comments about other religions. And it has struck me all week of how a man of faith a man of great faith, because he's leading one of the largest, it's absolutely the largest church in Dallas. And they own three-fourths of downtown Dallas. They're a very powerful church in the Dallas area. And certainly he is a man of faith, and he is spewing out what on a what on a very kind of, we could say it's gossip. You know, it's it's untruth. It's not, you know, it's, it's seated in not um, being anything, uplifting or empowering or encouraging. It's just negative and pulling out energy and deflating. And it's fascinating that on many lower levels, churches all around every Sunday are are preaching something that's not adding to the good, but taking away from the oneness. Yeah, it's very sobering and very... um, it could be very scary, but it's definitely very sobering to think about how it is all about judgment from our own perspective if we don't say yes to spirit. And then in a case where someone presents themselves as saying yes to spirit, I am a man of God, I am a person of God, mm-hmm. and I am here to tell you. Yes, <laughs> I have the ticket. You know, that this way, this path, that I have chosen in the way I understand it is the only path, the best path. And here, let me tell you about all the things that are wrong with these other paths. Right. You know, let me just stay on my path <laughs> that I know is good for me. And, you know, I am perfectly fine for you to be on a different path. Uh-huh. If you believe that that path is your path, uh-huh. you know, and, and that your path is not blocking my path and saying, <laughs> yes. You know, now we may have a problem because, I mean, we've, and we've talked about this before too, you know, how when you are doing what you know is your spiritual truth and you know that this is, you know, your direction or this is something you have intuition about doing in your life, but it harms other people, right? then, you know, if it were truly spiritual, Spiritual By definition, base, yes. Not then spiritual. it would be good for you, and it would not cause harm to other people. It's not so much that it's about lifting other people up, but it would not cause harm to them. So, you know, other than if it's something that's going to cause harm to other people or harm to yourself, then it's something that you want to do, mm-hmm. not something that God wants you to do. Um, so it's it's that's a real big challenge to have a person with that kind of visibility. Right. Um, But as you said, even if it's a small church in a neighborhood that has 100 people who are members, then it's still doing, in a a proportionate way, the same damage. Right. And then even down to the smallest little thing, my little gossiping yesterday was probably the same energetic thing on a much lower... Vibration 
You're not sitting up so tall right now. <laughs> now you're kind of slumping over. That's right. You know what I tell you? I tell you what I believe, and this is energetically how I believe that actually Jeffrey's on CNN spewing that hate energetically is no more or less powerful than me yesterday afternoon sucking the very life out of someone else to be able to get what I wanted. <laughs> energetically, you know, I, I think, think it's the same. It I, the it's same. the same, and I hate that. I really hate that. I want him to be more evil, really, than I am. I think he should have to be damned more. So one but at way the end of the day, it, I think it's equal. It is equal because it is all the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just think that you having that little experience yesterday of being totally consumed and <laughs> it totally enjoying the gossip moment had to, by design, happen <laughs> so that you would have an example for the show that's today. Right, that's exactly right. That is so Other true. than that, it never would have happened. But mm-hmm. you, you know, yes, you yes, have a great normally. example at, for the show today. Then, it, of course, it had to happen. It was my gift to the show to fall. <laughs> To falter. And that's a, you know, what is that um, what a biblical verse? I see the elephant in you or the what in you, and I don't see the speck in my own eye. The log. You do more to <laughs> the log and Bible verses than anyone <laughs> I have see, ever. I went to Methodist to. church my whole life, and I went to Bible study on Bible school in the summertime. But I get the metaphor, you know what I'm saying? The metaphor I'm usually right about, just the wording I'm not very really right about. But but it's all the same. And I think we don't want to look at that either. That the, that the spec, what is it, Tracy? Save me. But that it's the same. And that I want to point out the big log in somebody else. And mine's just so tiny, surely it can be overlooked. But no, it cannot. And I do... Uh, I do find that that feeds itself for a period of time and then it becomes kind of like a bad taste using that idea of gossip being yummy or exciting that there is a natural bad taste in the mouth after because it does it never ultimately feeds you it's kind of like what is the old adage after chinese food you're hungry again or something because that gossip is such a superficial way of communicating that at the end of the day you're still hungry for something because it's not really sustainable gossip. Exactly. Exactly. So mm-hmm. I'm not really getting anything joyful out of it except for 30 seconds of thinking I am. and then. Or yeah, in the process of doing it, you're not thinking about it. Right. And then, yeah, what is the enjoyment or what is the reward? Um, and it's a good example, too, I think, of how we sometimes talk about ignorance is bliss. And, you know, if you didn't have a spiritual foundation, yes, that you would just think of it as normal or you would think of it as, you know, fun or conversation. The deeper your spiritual foundation goes and the stronger the roots are of your spiritual foundation, the more likely you are to, at some point, either during the conversation or afterwards, go, why did I do that? (laughs) that Why was I a part of that? Why did I participate in that? That was not a representation of any of those aspects or qualities of God that I know so well. I was not bringing joy. I was not demonstrating love. I was not a model for harmony. I was not bringing peace. I mean, you know, you could uh-huh. go through all, all the attributes and qualities and and be like, okay, that wasn't any of those. So why was I engaging in it? Right. And again, if I if I'm engaging, there's something, some lack or some. Some in, I don't want to say inadequacy, but there's something that I'm hungry for or something that I'm trying to get, some external affirmation or external power or, uh, that that I'm yearning after something that's showing a depleted sense of my own seeing the truth of who I am. Yeah. I'm not standing in my own integrity. I'm really 
um, you know, I need a hug. (laughs) 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 I gossip. I'm going to stop myself and then call a spiritual friend and say, give me a hug. Give me a spiritual hug so that I can get this need met in some other way, right? Mm. But when you said that, you know, in my mind's eye, I visualized the physical hug, and then immediately I visualized the song, um, Ricky Byers Beckwith song, uh, "Let the Love Wash Over Me," oh. because of course when when the Agape International Choir sings it, and when the choir sings it at our center as well, actually do the the arm movements of like. Scooping up water, scooping up the love and letting the love wash over me or letting the joy wash over me. And it's like, yeah, 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 come back, wash (laughs) over me and push all this Uh other stuff Uh Uh that comes up that makes me want to gossip, that makes me enjoy gossip, that, you know, just wash over me and move all this other stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Out and away from me, and uh, yeah. But. I wonder what happens as a spiritual practice if, in that moment that I start to gossip or I start that I just disconnect, and if I can't, if that person that I'm talking to isn't able to communicate in that way, if I then connect, you know, quickly to a spiritual person and say, you know, say a prayer for me or say an affirmation or just do that, wash over me, thingamajig. It, do that and see if that feeds or soothes or takes away that kind of jonesing for the gossip. <laughs> Isn't that would be interesting for those of us who are gossipers? That would be interesting. That would be very interesting. Cause there's because there's as after. you were describing it, your eyes were pretty dull. Like, that would be a good thing to do, yeah, intellectually. <laughs> and then when you said jumping for the gossip, your eyes got really bright. Yeah, like, yes. You're addicted. Yeah, well. You're addicted. It's an it's art an form. Addiction. It's an art form. <laughs> like any other addiction. I am a gossiper. I am a gossiper. My name is Casey Brown, and I am a gossiper. I am a recovering gossiper. I'm a recovering pretty much everything. Anything that we can pick up as a topic that you know you should not not do, I can do it. I have have an example of doing it. And again, I think it all stems from some lack of understanding the truth of who I am. Remembering it in the moment. In the moment. Embracing it, believing it, because those women, you know, may or may not have been able to think about those good qualities of themselves, but reading it and knowing it came from someone else, there was something that caused that to trigger on a deeper emotional level. They really felt, oh, I am a good friend. I do offer support when somebody else is down. I mean, they could just, it just their belief in their own truth, just went down to 2,000%, and that wasn't funny at all. But you go ahead and laugh at those sweet women. No, no, no. No, no, uh-huh. I wasn't laughing uh-huh. at that. Uh-huh. You're right. That wasn't funny at all. Uh-huh. But where my brain went <laughs> yeah. as I was listening to you was back to the Demi Moore action culture yeah. story. Yeah. And, I was, and what made me laugh was thinking about, well, you know, if anyone comes up to me this week uh-huh. and says, you know, have you heard about, yes. or they're the talking about the last, you know, the, the next stage of the story as mm-hmm. it hits the newsstands or National yes. Enquirer, yes. that wouldn't it be interesting if I said to them, yeah, I've been hearing about that. Let's stop for a moment and say a prayer <laughs> Yeah. Let's stop for a moment and say a prayer for their wholeness and that they find that they, you know, are protect, guided, guarded, and protected through this very public process. So you would be crazy. And that's, what, and that's what made me laugh. Yeah. It's like, oh, that would be hilarious because they would be looking at you like, really? What? Really? Really? And then, then they would be gossiping about me to everybody else. Can you believe it? Tracy couldn't she even. She has lost her mind. 
Uh-huh. See, that would make you look like one of those people that says amen after everybody, you know, says something about Jesus, and then they're all screaming out amen, and you look like a zealot kind of person, which would be okay. But, you know, it is interesting. Would I rather be uh-huh. seen as uh-huh. a zealot uh-huh. or a gossiper? Mm-hmm. And isn't it funny that that kind of zealot or that kind of personality that kind of seems to turn everything to I'm going to pray for you or I'm going to, you know, baptize you, you know, here and the now, it, it then becomes, seems sort of fake. What's the right word? Seems kind of pious, is that the good word? Seems Well, and, what, and it's a sad commentary that in our society that we have labels that we have placed on people who are living from their spiritual grounding in such a way that we feel threatened by it and we have to label it and give that label a negative connotation. Nuts. So pious and saying all of those. Because pious has that sense of that's a good thing and then when it gets to the point where where it feels like they're Piety is crossing over into my humanity. Uh-huh. You know, I see pious as not being human and separate, and they need to be over there uh-huh. and stay out of my living my life. It's just really, it's, it's really interesting because, okay, so I'm a licensed practitioner, right? And so the, I'm supposed to strive to right. always be the positive, beneficial presence in right. the room. And... To not do that just because I'm supposed to, but to live my life in a way that that just becomes the natural truth of right. who I am and how I show up. And so it's, it's interesting that then people could perceive that as nutty <laughs> or, you know, as a zealot in right. a negative sense, right? Um, as trying to push who I am or what I believe onto them because Sticking with this same example, what if my comment was, oh, you're talking about or someone is talking about Demi and Ashton, and I say, you know, yeah, I've been hearing those stories too. Let us, in this case, not pray for them, but pray for ourselves that we stay grounded in in love and that we, you know, or some kind of prayer that is about me in this moment staying grounded in God and in spirit and not being caught up in the affairs of the of the world that don't have anything to do with me. And you're looking at me like nut. I completely lost my mind. You yeah. will be seen as a nut. That would be very good. And it would be how you did it, I think. I think yeah. it would be in the method of which it is said. And I usually will say things like, you know, I'm working on gossip, so I'm going to try to back out of this conversation now and say a little prayer for all of us and Jimmy and you know, so that would be but that would be a, and then it's be about a way. me. I'm right. not judging that right. you want to talk right. about Demi and right. Ashton. Right, 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 right. But but I love I love the Demi and Ashton example because it is really curious to me how that absolutely puts out the same negative energy as me gossiping about you. Mm-hmm. But in my mind it's two completely different things. Yeah. I do think that's Lovely of me to, you know, say aloud in you know, a room of the Internet live audience. <laughs> did you find the quote on the the eye and the, the needle and the well, log? I, yeah, I quickly found lots of quotes, but I wanted to actually find, find the actual scripture. And um, this parable shows up in two different places in the Bible, in Matthew 7 and in Luke 6. And so the scripture in Matthew 7, verses 1 through 5, reads like this. Uh Do not judge, or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged, and with the measure you use it, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, Let me take the speck out of your eye, when all the time there is a plank in your own eye. You hypocrite, first take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. 
Do you love that the way that I remember that was that I had the speck and they had the plank? <laughs> that was initially how I. Yes. That's great. That's perfect. <laughs> okay, so the plank if, is if in you, my eye. If oh, you see a plank in their eye, you have the whole tree. <laughs> That's whole tree. I can't believe I can even open my eye. Actually, that's great. That's great. That's true. But I do, and you know, that would be karma, right? Karma. And and you know, in in from a metaphysical perspective, we all we are we often say and remind people that. Whatever you see in someone else, yes. you can only see it and recognize it because it is in you. Yes. And that is true whether what you are seeing is something that you are labeling negative or something you are seeing that you are labeling positive, that you can only see it. So you can only see their speck because you have the plank, mm-hmm. you know, and you you can only see it because it exists in you right in such a way that it just is like highlighted with neon spotlights and fireworks in the other person right and so I yeah I it's like I knew exactly which scripture you were referring to I'm like no you have turned this around so much I better find a real scripture and not just Thank God we have a truth finder, a truth fact fact checker in in computers. I was going to say, yeah, we have Madame Google to help us in the spur of the moment. So, um, wow, gossip. Do we have any spiritual practices? We've talked about some homework that we're going to do. Any spiritual practices in the two minutes we have remaining? You know, that spiritual practice of remembering the truth of who I am, and I'm not certain how that plays out in terms of action other than maybe, you know, I told the women to make sure that they read that paper every day, to Mm -hmm. read it out loud, to look in the mirror and say it to themselves. Nice. And maybe just that would be a spiritual practice for a week to just be, you know, in my pocket four or five things about the truth of who I am. And so if I find myself going down a path of, you know, repute, that I could pull out that little piece of paper and do that wash over me thing. I like that. And remember the truth of who I am and bring it in, bring it in and do that and see if that feeds because absolutely I'm looking for something. I'm hungry. And if I'm going to be fed, let me try to be fed through a spiritual truth and a spiritual practice instead of Aston Cooper's hot tub girl. It's very interesting. <laughs> And you, Tracy, any spiritual uh, ideas, uh, practices to Well, it's actually, it mirrors yours because I was thinking about the affirmations. Like if you if, if you find yourself really caught up in gossip to have an affirmation that I only speak good. Ah, you know, right. I, I am a person who recognizes and shares joy in the world. Whatever it seems to be that's your hook, unhook it with an affirmation that balances it. Yes. And then to really use that for, you know, the next 21 days. Uh-huh. Because changing the of gossip is not the same as, it is not, you know, it's not going to happen just because on one day we right. say we're not going to gossip anymore. And I think forgiveness, self-forgiveness as a spiritual practice it is impossible to live in this society and not ever, ever uh-huh. get find yourself in a conversation that when you think about it, it's really just gossip. Mm-hmm. But to notice it and to catch it sooner. And right. so the practice of, okay, I can forgive myself because I got gossip. Not the truth of who I am. Not the truth of who I am, and it gets yeah. less and less over time. So if you want to join us this week in our homework, Leslie and I are both going to... Uh, practice what she has now labeled positive gossip, and by next week I'll have a different name for it, uh, but positive gossip, and um, and then really I'm just going to notice how often and how often I find myself in a conversation that might be gossip and whether I initiated it or whether someone else initiated it. So I'm not going to like come back with a number 135 times, but I'm just going to notice, invite myself to notice how often that happens in the course of the week. Um, so that's our show for this week, Gossip and the Spiritual Truth. I love it. Saying I love it. Yes to Spirit. And um, I'm reading a book 
classic by John Robert Randolph Price called The Manifestation Process. So I think next week we're going to talk about manifestation. Awesome. Yes. So in the meantime, we just encourage you to say yes to spirit.